going to whisper some things to you now about crunch chocolate bars. Because apparently this whispering thing is a thing that makes you feel things. It's saying something crunchy is coming in the candy wrapper language. Mm. Imagine your tongue hiking up those crispy, rocky ridges. Now, drum roll, please. Wow, that's good. Crunchy munchy chocolate doesn't whisper. Turn up the fun with crunch. Welcome to Like-Minded Friends with me, Susie Ruffle. And me, Tom Allen. Hello. Hello, Tom. Hello. I hope everybody's having a nice Christmas time as best yes, they can. The in-betweeny bit. The in-betweeniness. Uh, and um, we hope that uh, you've all managed to have some nice celebratory moments. Some form of Christmas, yes. Some form or of if Christmas. Not just a rest. Not just if not just a rest. It's nice, you know, you know, people close to me, they spent their last Christmas. On the sofa, eating Yorkshire puddings. And it's not a bad way to spend it. That's what you want. Would you put gravy in them? You don't like sauce, do you? I'm, well, I have, I don't know why I'm always resistant to gravy. I need to get over that. I think it's when I work. Do you have a dry roast dinner? How do I not know this about you? I'm a dry roasted peanut, yeah. I don't think I've ever had a roast dinner with you. I think that's why. I think that's because if you do a chicken, you'll do potatoes and then you might do some sort of salad, mightn't you? I am a bit controversial, but I wouldn't do that on a Sunday. But the thing is, with a roast, I don't know how to do it because I feel like it's something my mum likes to do. I can do a roast. Pop round. Can you, Suze? Of course. I'm a 35-year-old woman, Tom. I have to be able to do a roast. What's your favourite... I'm a wife. <laughs> every, every good wife must make a roast. <laughs> I quite like the idea of being a 1950s wife. What do you think about that? Oh, yeah, it would suit you. I think there's something in it. I mean, I don't look good in a high-waisted skirt. It just doesn't suit me. You can find a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. But I do quite like the idea of the most stressful thing I have to do is, like, organise the house and make sure the clothes are clean. Of course, maybe a little visit from the Avon lady every now and then. I'm not suggesting that women in the 50s didn't have their problems. I'm sure they did. But sometimes when I'm very busy, I just think, I wish I could stay in and cook all day. Yes. Yes. I mean, I'm sure they were, for many people, it was nice. Um, sure. I mean, I mean, I always think of Betty Draper from Mad Men. Oh, so chic. Betty Draper. Yeah. She was always a bit... Um, <laughs> Is that your drag name? <laughs> yes. That would be a good drag name, wouldn't it? Um, Betty Draper. You just... Mouth along to you just lip sync scenes from Mad Men. That'd yeah, be her act. That would be yeah, yeah. You know, like sometimes drag queens do that, don't they? Of just Love um, yeah, just a lip syncing chit chat. Yeah, rather than a song. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Love it. It's clever, I think, as well. It's quite. Skilled. Do you remember when we saw? Um, no, what is her name? Oh, what is her name, Tom? That drag queen that we saw at the Leicester Comedy Festival, and M- Myra Dubois. Oh yes. And her act was that she did uh, Barbara Dickinson's bit from <laughs> from I know, I know him so well. so well. So obviously the Elaine Page bit is the really great singing stuff. <laughs> it was so funny. She just sat on a chair going, so good. <laughs> so fine. 
he won't be mine and then just sat <laughs> swaying for like all of the verse it was so funny and neither <laughs> very good oh yeah very very good yeah Myra Dubois I believe her name is She's Myra Dubois great great act great great drag queen go see follow on follow on Instagram or wherever you get your social media kicks kicks <laughs> Your social media kicks. Your social media kicks. Yeah, all the other kids with a jump jump kick. Um, the um, uh, yeah. I don't remember what we were saying. I got what we were saying. <laughs> we were talking about me wanting to be a 1950s housewife oh yeah Betty Draper are you familiar with the work of um, Divine Susie have we talked about Divine I don't think we've talked about Divine because I don't know what Divine is the Divine the the drag queen oh sorry I thought you were talking about Divine Miss Bet isn't that one of oh the Divine Miss M is that what she called herself Bet Midler no yeah I think so maybe you're right no I think that it's Divine Miss M um but yes, sorry, go on. Divine, as in uh, John Waters, um, as in... Um, are you not a fan? No, I'm not not a fan. I just don't know it. Suze, they're on... I think they're all on YouTube. They are... If, um, sorry, that didn't mean to sound so accusatory. I hate it when people do that. Like, have you not seen it? Well, oh my God, you'd love that. And I'm just like, maybe I don't want to see it. But um, if you've got a bit of time over the Christmas period and you want to watch something that is both camp and outrageous, truly outrageous... Then may I recommend some of the films of John Waters, famous of course for Hairspray, but something like Polyester is about a housewife in the sort of 60s, 70s, but she's sort of in the 50s, sort of just so, it's so ridiculous. All of it is so ridiculous, it's truly camp, kind of, you would love it, Suze. Okay, fine. Tommy, are you aware of the work of Charity Shop Sue? I am familiar with Charity Shop Sue, yes, I am a little bit. I mean, she's incredible, isn't she? Because she's high camp. Did you do a thing with her? I was meant to do a thing with her. I ended up not being able to do a thing with her. Oh, Suze, I'm sorry. It's okay. I wasn't well. It's okay. We get over these things. We do. We do. Well, it wasn't meant to be. That's why. It wasn't meant to be. I'm sure I'll meet Charity Shop Sue on another occasion. Indeed. Indeed. I mean, it's sort of extraordinary. Like, I love that she basically made her own sitcom. Yes. Yes. It's it, and, and the guys that write it are apparently massive John Waters fans. Ah, I didn't know there was that connection. Sorry, that's where that link was. Great link. Great um, link. I, yeah, the, the, the most famous ones are things like Hairspray and Pink Flamingos is good, but that, I mean, I think they would just borrow these cameras from people like local television stations in Baltimore and make, I think there were maybe some narcotics involved in the creative sure. process. Um, I think it's, I'm pretty sure they've talked about this, but, um, but it was, they are just off the wall yeah um, well hairspray is off the wall isn't it oh yeah well that's a flake that's a a little whiff of it <laughs> yes that's what i mean like that's about as bonkers as like as mainstream will go yes yes well polyester is slightly more like they're made on the cheap as well which is kind of part of their delight and it 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 makes you realize like how actually if something is like embraces its kind of budget <laughs> its budgetary constraints it's often all the more personal it's all you don't have to be perfect at everything all the time but um, that's a good message isn't it mm, creatively I think it's very it's, it's, a, it's a good thing to see if you like that sort of thing maybe you don't if you do 
If you do bits, you I do, think maybe you don't. I'm pretty sure a lot of them are on YouTube. So um, that's a fun thing to look up then. Yeah, yeah. If people are in the betwixtmas, not knowing what to do with themselves. Yes. Now, Tom, I wondered whether we should have some listener emails. What do you think? Oh, I would love that too. I would love to hear from people because I always think, particularly this time of year, many of our like-minded friends might feel a little isolated, um, might feel a little um, out of step with Christmas. Yes, and they might want to step into Christmas indeed. with us. With, with us and indeed and, Elton. And, and John. <laughs> okay, so here we go. <laughs> Hi, guys. Firstly, I love your podcast. I listen to it on the way to work each week, bright and early. Mm. My only criticism would be that it doesn't go on long enough, as I could mm. listen to you two for hours. Uh, we couldn't. Heard. We couldn't bear it. We couldn't. We are lit- physically exhausted by the end of these recordings. <laughs> My problem, if you're able to give me insight on what to do, Uh-oh. if you found out someone's giving you a Christmas present, but you don't really consider them a friend. Uh, great. <laughs> Do I politely accept it when they give it and not have something to give back to them? Or do I go and buy them something so I have something ready to give them back? You're both great. Many thanks. Matt from Bournemouth. Tom. So what what was the first... May I just check what was the first suggestion there? Go out and buy something. What was the... Well, the first thing is if if you're receiving a Christmas present, do you just accept it and not give them anything back? Or when you find out they're going to give you something... Do you rush out and get them something? Or I guess another option would be lie in the moment and say, yours hasn't arrived yet. It's lost in the post. Yes. Um, I think what I would truly do and what I think I should do are two different things. What I would probably do is panic, go out and buy something. Yes, that's a great idea. But what I know I should do is go, thank you very much, that's so kind, how lovely. Do come in. Do you know what I mean? Yes. That's what would you do? I think do? I would panic and go and buy something. Yeah. A bottle of wine with a bit of ribbon around it. Mm-hmm. I've always got a bottle of wine and I'd probably just grab it. Yeah, half drunk. Half drunk, yes. <laughs> Screw shop on. Oh, was My that friend, on? our friend, friend of the show, Rose. Oh, yes. Hanson once came around my house with half a bottle of wine and she wasn't giving it as a gift she just had a really good bottle of wine and she thought oh, I just thought I'd bring this and we'd finish it oh, but I've never really like... let her forget it oh that's lovely though isn't it just you know remember that time <laughs> half a bottle of wine with half a bottle of wine yeah, that, well that's I mean in truth it's totally forgivable but um, it is I uh, won't have it you won't yeah unless what do you think about a homemade gift for example a biscuit Oh, yes, please. On food programmes, they're always saying, like, this makes a lovely homemade gift for people, like a bit of honeycomb in one of those, like, cellophane bags that someone's tied up. Well, my friend Rose Johnson, different Rose, Rose, she gave me some fudge that she made. Did she? (laughs) That's a nice gift. Why are you laughing? No, no reason. reason. Why are you laughing? Fudge is just funny, isn't it? Something funny about fudge, yeah. Mm. We've got another listener email from Rory. Rory the Lion. Rory the Lion, I believe. Hi, Susie and Tom. I love the podcast. I'm a like-minded listener in Scotland. Oh. I hope you're both doing well and in the Christmas spirit. Thank you, Rory. It's a strange question, but Uh-oh. I was wondering what kind of advent calendars you have. What are your thoughts on the calendars with knickknacks or items like gin or makeup? Where have the wee watercolour 2D ones gone? <gasps> oh. But then chocolate. I have a vegan chocolate one. For breakfast in the mood for December. Merry Christmas from Rory. 
Well, what a lovely way for Rory to let us know that they are a vegan. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> and I feel like that was the real point of the message um, That was the, the real message, message to Rory. Rory. Um, but <laughs> what, what do you think about the booze ones? I like them. <laughs> Need I ask? <laughs> I like them. I like them. I like the ones that have got knickknacks. I like, I love, I really enjoy the use of the word knickknacks. So thank you for that. Roy. Yes. Do you remember knickknacks the crisps? Yeah. They were delicious. And in the advert, it was a man's head. The man's head turned into a knickknack? Yes, I remember that. Yeah. Um, memorable, great advert, clearly. Um, there you go. There you go. You can have that. Um, the, 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 I, I like a knickknack one that's got like, like, uh, like a trinket, like a trinket, like a, um, or maybe a, a moisturizer or a lip balm. One you of want the cow shed one, don't you? Oh, the men's cow shed there's one. a men's cow shed one, is there? Oh, I assume so. They'll do anything to make money, won't they? Not cow shed specifically, just <laughs> everyone. Yes, they will. <laughs> they do have a tendency to do that. Old capitalism on all that, no, on all that. But I do remember those, like, um, those lovely, as Rory says, wee watercolor ones. Um, is that what Rory said? That is what Rory said, yes. Um, I do I do remember those, and they were actually quite adorable, really. Yes, you'd sort of open a flap and see the mare, and see the Mary. The Mary. <laughs> <laughs> then another one, see a little donkey, or a, a man with some myrrh. Or, um, or maybe the star, Bethlehem. Yes, why not? Um, Lots of things to enjoy. Yeah. But as a child, if you got one of those, you would be absolutely gutted. Absolutely appalled, wouldn't you? But I think yeah. that people would... Um, well, I'll get you one next year, Tom. I'd like that. Did you yeah. have, a, have an advent candle? <laughs> you no. Had, you had to burn it down a little bit every night to get... To, I don't know, you didn't get anything at the end. It didn't reveal anything. It was just part of the... <laughs> the way you said reveal anything makes it sound like you'd turn oh, it the other way yeah, and be a nudie best. lady. <laughs> and it revealed this... Uh, boobs. <laughs> it was a beautiful, lovely thing for Christmas Eve. Lovely. Uh, yeah, the the advent boobs. Um, <laughs> Five gold nips. Five gold nipple rings. Um, <laughs> That's the thing. Christmas really has to be about how you do it. You, you know, finding your own traditions. That's what they say, isn't it? As a couple, you find your own traditions. Christmas. <laughs> Our tradition is. Well, what I loved about an advent calendar, the chocolate ones, was they had a very specific, I don't know if Rory or indeed anybody remembers, it's a very specific type of chocolate that was in an advent calendar. Yes. It was, I imagine, probably just quite cheap. But That's exactly what I was going to say, but delicious. Oh, but so exquisite. I think it had a yes. high... Uh, is it fats content probably in low? I feel like the cheap chocolate potentially predates Cadbury. Yes, definitely. Because yes, actually we got bought like the dairy milk one one year and I was like, mm, it's nice. But... but where's that cheap chalk? Where's that lovely cheap chalk? That cheap, cheap chalk. Now, the ones where people get like a different gin every day. Yes, I didn't have those as a child. No, good to know. But also, aren't, don't you do your Advent thing first thing in the morning? One can, yeah. And so what are people knocking back gin every morning? That makes me worry, Tom. Mm. Alice already tells me I shouldn't drink every day. I think she'd be very cross Oh, that's morning. very difficult, isn't it, when people say things like that? You shouldn't, when they like, ask you to fill in those forms, how many units <laughs> a day? How many units a week? It doesn't say a day. It seems you don't drink <laughs> every day. That's your trouble, love. Yeah, how many units do you drink every hour? 
Um, the yeah, I don't. What this hour this week? We, what, I don't. It depends. What sort of week I'm having, Mister Form? I don't know. Um, so yes, yeah, stuff. But I maybe or um, I know someone's got a wine one. Get a little bottle of like aeroplane wine, like aeroplane oh, right. size. I, wine. I, sorry, I was hoping open opening. It was it was a wine with an H, and when you opened the door, it just went. <laughs> Every day, yes. <laughs> just or just something moany on the inside of each one. Yeah, um, I'll tell you what else. Know actually, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just the twelfth of December, is it? Um, oh god. Oh god, I hate December. Christmas decorations are already up. <laughs> Come on, it's so early. Um, but uh, yeah, I do like those ones. I think yeah, the thing with me and Jim, right? Go on, tell me. I'm not that much of a fan of it, anyway, but. I do. I'll have it. I like it, but I don't. I can't taste the difference. With good gin, you mean? Yeah, I don't know the difference between. Oh, Tom, I can't tell the difference. I can tell different types of wine that I like, but my favourite one has is just the one with the bicycle on it. <laughs> What's that one? <laughs> it's one that you can get in Waitrose. Oh. It's eight ninety nine. Okay. And I think it's better than one that you get in a restaurant for like forty quid. Well, if you find one you Bring like. Bring me the Pinot Noir <laughs> with a bicycle on it, and I will be your best friend forever. Wow. But I think that's the trouble, because I judge wine on the little picture. So I'm like, oh, it's a frog in a hat. I assume I'll like that. What's not I find know? that frog in a hat charming. I'm very much seduced by a nice bottle. Like, especially it's got a big dimple inside, and it's a bit wider. I love those sort of bottles. They're a bit like... Oh, you should oh, see my bum. <laughs> <laughs> It's a wonderful wine. It's actually not. It's, it does have a dimple, but it's not very wide. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Keeping it classy, unlike my different. Oh, lovely, lovely, saucy little drink. Lovely. Just this lovely saucy little one. Oh yeah. Um, I hope that's helped, Rory. Um, and it's. I enjoyed that trip down Advent calendar memory lane. Me too. And now we've got just a little um, hello. Um, for email let's finish with this today hello lovely people I'm enjoying the, vo- the podcast very much I remember my girls watching the rerun of Friends as they ate their dinner it always seemed to be the same episode I offered to do my own version but they wouldn't have it dot 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 I assume we were talking about Friends in the episode before she emailed in Ah, uh, yes sure I listen to you while I'm doing my exercises <laughs> that Tom Thorpe has sent me he's my personal trainer don't laugh. He specialises in people with chronic conditions. I have MS and he's very kind and doesn't laugh too much at my efforts. I'm not How mean does she think we are? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We're not that mean. We're not that mean. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm not your usual demographic being almost 60. I am looking forward to my free prescriptions and free travel in London. Oh, yeah. I'm also listening to Parenting Hell and Older and Wiser. Oh, but ours is best. Uh, which are hosted by Jenny Eclair and Judith Holder. I live with my family and my husband, who is terminally middle-aged at 65, oh. and our three grown-up children in Streatham, and our Jack Russell, Lucy, who is definitely my favourite child. I mean, I don't know why I'm reading this out. <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny. All best wishes, and that's from Sylvia in Streatham. Sylvia, I loved your message. And what a I loved your message, Sylvia. Happy home she has. I love that. I like that she's just reaching out and letting us know what she's up to. I also enjoyed... She's done something that my mum... Uh, says um, last week we were talking about PG but my mum will also use the expression I'm going to go and do my exercises <laughs> yes <laughs> whereas now we say I'm going to go and work out like we're all living in yes. some LA film and of course yes. it's not it's just exercises go and do your exercises I like it 
I'd forgotten about that. Mum would do exercises in the lounge um, when she wanted to lose a few pounds and she would do mm-hmm. it to um, Tears for Fears, Everybody Wants to Rule the World. <laughs> <laughs> and, and why not? And why not? She'd often put her leotard on and everything. Do you remember who used to put their leotards on to get in front of the telly? Yes, Lizzie from TVAM. Yes. And Mr. Motivator. I was going to say Mr. Motivator. Where is Mr. Motivator? I think he had a bit of a resurgence over the old lockdown, didn't he? Oh, good. Good for him. Good, because I really like him. Always really liked him, actually. Yeah, he seems fun. Oh, I'll say. I'll say. Um, Tom, how, how have you been this week? Um, okay, thank you. Yes, okay. Um, just sort of uh, taking it slowly and taking it bit by bit and... Um, so you can do just that. yeah um and uh and sometimes crying sometimes not and uh <laughs> but uh you know kind of um yeah accepting that it's a journey that's that's been the most and I think sometimes thing. crying sometimes not is good it's good that you're crying yeah crying's good for you it's good to get it out proper big crying as well yeah yeah good for you mm. Mm. having yeah allowing that to happen yeah. That to happen. Exactly. Um, are you eating enough? Oh goodness, am I? <laughs> I I'm are back you on eating the, a lot? I'm back on the bread. Tom, it's good to be on bread. I don't know. I hated this period when you were off the bread. It's exclusively bread that that's the problem. Every meal Fine. is bread. Different Fine. types of bread. Put some butter on it and then put some salt on top. Oh yeah, that's, that's, that's so nice. Marmite. Oh I love it. Um toast, bacon sandwiches. Uh, yes, please. Garlic bread, pizzas, a- any kind of bread you can think of. We've uh, we've been having. You've had. Are you having many takeouts? Ah, oh, are we? <laughs> if we're not having bread, we're having takeouts. All the takeouts. Mum didn't realise that so many things were available on the de- 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 Oh, that's the thing. You can get everything, Tom. Because when we were growing up, was it the case for you, Suze? Like, a takeaway was something that was for special occasions. Yes, or like a Friday if things were. Yeah. If it was like a treat. Yes, yes, exactly. Fish and chips. Like, we would always say like fish and chips would be quite expensive. So, um, mm. it was always my favourite there. Uh, and I love fish and chips. Oh, me too. What's your Do you remember one? we had one once? We had fish and chips once far too close to showtime. I don't remember where oh, we were. Oh, yes! But we were like shoveling chips down at like 10 to 8 and the show started yeah. at 8. <laughs> I do remember that. It's not a great feeling on stage. It's not that sort of lethargic, but also like, I love fish and chips so much, but then when I've had it, I feel so... Disgusting. It's a lot of oil, isn't it? <laughs> it's a lot of oil. A lot of oil. It's a lot of cod liver oil. Mm, yes, um, I suppose it probably is, yes. isn't it? Um, in a way. But um, yeah, so, my, you know, we're sort of not used to this kind of world where you just press a button on your phone and then somebody Half turns up. Half an hour later, up. someone yeah. arrives in a helmet and passes it to you. Yeah, not used to that at Very all. Very strange. They start doing a thing where they took a photo of it, them giving it to me. Oh. Like, if you had that when you get a delivery, they take oh, a yeah. photo. Take a photo. A photo. Oh, my God, Tom, it was like a hate crime. You- <laughs> this photo they took of me, honestly. I looked so horrific. I thought, this isn't fair. Do you? I bet you always smile, though. Do you always smile? No, I was, like, pulling a face, like, thanks. <laughs> I always pose for it. Do you? Do you push your hip out, do a little... A bevel, yeah. Bevel, <laughs> how is Bevel? Doing great, actually. Making a lot of toasted sandwiches, but um, oh, that's Bevel. It's a so, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
I remember there was a lady called Beryl who was involved with the Beavers when I was in the Beavers. Gosh. Did you um, like the Beavers? At that time, yes. <laughs> <laughs> things change, you know? A lot of colouring in. Yeah, yeah, things change. But I had a very smart uniform. And, oh, I can um, imagine you liked that. And what was those little things called? Like a toggle thing? Yeah, something like that, wasn't it? And a scarf, yeah. Yeah. Um, nice little outfit. Did you wear a little pair of shorts with a pair of pulled up socks? Uh, no, Beavers was a grey tracksuit, actually. Oh so my I god, I can't imagine you in a grey tracksuit. What, like they were in prison? Yeah, it's a bit like a youth offenders, young offenders. <laughs> if it was a young offenders for like six year olds, yeah, seven year olds. Um, a sort of fleecy lined, uh, a fleecy lined uh, jersey, sort of. And what? maybe like a little hat? Um, no, hats were being phased out I'm at that time. I was sort of thinking of Just William, I think. But no, hats were part of the Cubs at one point, I think. But then I think they were. They weren't really de rigueur when I was there. Um, but that was shorts and high socks with a garter. And, um, with a garter like a bride? Yes. Yes. Are you joking? No, no, no. It wasn't like a sort of saucy garter. <laughs> but you have to wear one around the top of your thigh? No. <laughs> 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 I was eight years old. Um, <laughs> I don't know what oh that is. You know, you know when we went with Ian Sterling to do the comedy bus in, in Edinburgh yes. and we went and put on kilts. You know, there's a sort yes. of, I guess it was back in the day, it was the thing that held up your socks, basically. Um, and it had like a sort of, like two sort of bits of material hanging down. So sort of a yes, tag. Yes, okay. Yes, um, okay. So a band of, well, it's elastic now, but I don't know what it was before. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> I think that's a garter it's got a image it of was a little boy with a garter on wouldn't, wouldn't I would have probably put something like that on. but um, yeah like I was working in a sort of um, <laughs> like a bordello <laughs> in the Moulin Rouge um, but yeah not like a bride not a thigh one because I suppose that was okay. they were serving the same purpose weren't they they were holding up the hosiery um, and on I said if you call me that again I'm coming off the podcast <laughs> Yes, that. Um, but yes, that's what we would wear. That was when I moved from the 18th Bromley to the 14th Bromley at that point. Just so we <sighs> across it. Just so, what brownie um, troop were you in? I wasn't in the brownies. I thought you were. No, never went. Girl guides? No. Really? Not my bag. Hmm. No, just not my bag. Surprise me, Zeus. Yeah, I know, because I think I would have liked it, because I like being told what to do, and I like the rules. Yeah. I don't know why I was sent to it, but it was quite good. I was always like, oh, I don't like it. I hate it. And all the ceremony at that point, I didn't enjoy. But. Flash forward. Flash forward. Right up my Flash alley. dance. Flash forward. <laughs> Flash dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly, exactly that. that. I didn't like it when they started doing hiking and camping and. and I thought you were going to say high kicks. I was going to say, I think you'd love that. I didn't like it when they did the high kicks. I wasn't warmed up. <laughs> Hiking and camping, no thank you. No thanks. Put a 10 PPs in your shirt pocket for. Oh, that was a sketch. Oh, but you had to take in a 10 P, I think, in case, in case you need to um, make a phone call. Uh, a pad and pencil, and um, the Scout, Cub Scout guidebook, and uh, you were good to go. Set you up for life. Always, yeah. The Scout's motto be prepared. That's also the motto of this podcast. Yes. <laughs> we come prepared. 
<laughs> and there was a bit where we had to like get in a sort of crouching position. It's quite peculiar, really, in the circle. Crouching scout, hidden dragon. Exactly. Great film. Great film. Great film. We had to crouch on the floor in a sort of frog position, <laughs> and then solemnly swear all together we will do our best. Are you sure this was the scouts? It might have been the Cubs. Are you sure it was anything official? I can't, I'm not sure. Um, we were in, I do remember we were in an airing cupboard. No, we were in, <laughs> no, we were in a scout hall. There was a lot of raising the flag, lowering the flag, that kind of thing. Is it a euphemism? <laughs> <laughs> no way. No way, there was none of that. No way, Jose. <laughs> Susie, you're on fire. Um, I I'm very tired. No, it's it's, it's um, you. I was a sixer. I was a seconder and a sixer, of course, which is the I head of the small, the group of six that you split up into for inspection. Um, and you need. To I be, don't understand any of what you're saying, but listen. Scout troop attention. Scout troop atties. Fourteenth Bromley at that's I think fourteenth Bromley scout troop uh, attention. And atties. It's like very small army. Yeah, army training for children. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it was started as part of the war effort. Oh, because I yeah, I imagine the scouts did loads in the war. They did. They'd moved the the signs from the train stations. I think did things like that. Useful little things. Learned how to boil water for the first time when I was in the scouts. Well, you know how useful that is in the army. Well, very useful, especially if you, someone's got to. Someone's got to boil their water if you're going to make that lapsang souchong for everybody. <laughs> and knots, a lot of tying of knots. Oh yeah, there's a lot of there's a yeah. A lot of and knots. first aid, recovery position. I'm in it right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, recovery position sounds like something from the Kama Sutra. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> they never had that in more magazine, did they? Position of the fortnight, recovery position. <laughs> I think that it's the final position in the Kama Sutra. <laughs> After all of that, you might need to get in the recovery position. Put me in the recovery position. But it was always like one leg over here, one arm there, one arm there. Oh, God, there. yeah. It's kind of coquettish, as I remember. I think it was all... I don't... Oh, who's got time for that sort of carry-on? I know, I know, I know. Um, but I was good at... I got my first aid badge and I got my um, <laughs> domestic... <laughs> <laughs> Go on. It's like my. It was called like domestic or domestic. Domestic. Like is this really the housework badge? And your mum had to sign that you helped with the housework. And my cookery badge. Those were the only three badges I got. Other people were and, great. And in fairness, you used them all the time. They're the main ones for me. The signs were there. Sure. And I always did my Big, best. Big, massive signs. Big, glaring <laughs> neon signs. It's like guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, well, uh, well, I hope that our Betwixtmas episode have, has made you laugh as much as it's made us laugh. People at home just like, oh gosh. Oh, these two again. Uh, what with the podcasting? What with the <laughs> people at home are going like? We preferred it when it wasn't as regular. Yeah, this is too much. This is far too much. But whether you like it or well, not, we'll not, see you next no, week. We'll see you next week. So don't you forget it. Yeah. Um, have a bit of respect if you like my friends. Yes, please. Um, for the love of God. For the love of God. Um, but no, a very happy new year to everybody. And um, yes. And 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 um, greetings of the season to everyone. And I hope that uh, your season has been okay. And uh, I think it's um, for a lot of people. It's often a strange time, isn't it? But. Um, I think actually acknowledging that is quite 
mm. healthy, was obviously healthy. But I, th- I think it's the reason that the Victorians wrote so many ghost stories, isn't it? Because I think there's like, there's lots of feelings. There is a sort of eeriness around Christmas as yes, much as there is like there a... Is. Um, it's Christmas! Yes. Because we can't all... Yeah. And I think the pressure to have a good time is far too much. But I hope whatever you've done, you've enjoyed it in your own little way. Yes. Whatever you've done is the right thing to do. Yeah. And had some peace. And, yeah, yeah. And had some peace. Yeah. Um, and goodwill to all. all. Um, but we will see you in... We'll speak to you in the new year. And thank you so we much will. for everything this year. And, and um, thank you for listening today. And you can get in touch with us. The email is hello at likemindedfriendspod.com. We really appreciate all your messages. Oh, super All right, then. We'll see you later then, shall we, love? We'll see you later then, love. Okay. All right, love. Okay, bye, love. Bye, 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 bye